Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Wolfpack Ninja Podcast, Episode 5. Jesse Graff, the stunt woman. Welcome to the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. I'm Megan Martin. And I'm Ian Dory. I'm Brian Arnold. And I'm Noah Kaufman, the Ninja Doc. Thanks for joining our weekly conversation about health, fitness, and all things Ninja Warrior. We will be interviewing all of the top American Ninja Warrior stars, and we encourage you to visit our website, www.wolfpackninjas.com. And kids, you can get your free Wolfpack Ninja Cub certificate there. If you like our podcast, please share, subscribe, and like on iTunes. Also, give us a follow on our social media. We're always posting new content, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Together, we can make the world a healthier and happier place. So join us. Boom. What's going on, guys? Yeah, we're back. We're back for a new episode. Yeah. Today, we've got a friend and one of the best ninjas that ever lived, man or woman, Jesse Graff. Jesse's a stunt woman. She's working on tons of shows like Superwoman. She's been in Transformers and she's just such a versatile actress, stunt woman, and ninja. And it's just so great to have her. So let's get started. Jesse is definitely a top female competitor. There are a lot of really strong female competitors out there now. It's pretty awesome. I was really excited to compete against her this year. Psyched for her interview too. Yeah, so I met Jesse first in A&W 5, and I, I was living in Lake Tahoe at the time, so I went down to Venice, and she was in this chicken outfit, and I was like, who is this girl? What? This is so crazy. And then she crushed. She dominated. Like, it was clear that she was really, really good. And, you know, that year, that season, she didn't make it up the warp wall or anything, but it was clear the direction she was going, that she was a really solid athlete. And she outperformed, like, most of the guys. I was, you know, instantly amazed. Yeah, it was really fun to watch her in Las Vegas on stage one. She totally crushed it. And I'm excited to see what she does this next season. That that had to be an awkward outfit to run in. I mean, some of these people that run in these outfits, <laughs> I'm, I'm always confused. Sometimes it doesn't look... Hers was very awkward looking. The chicken outfit? I've climbed in the chicken outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't it like hurt your... Yeah, it, it definitely hurts your athletic ability, no question. Doesn't it hurt your confidence? <laughs> <laughs> well, she had a nice, like, sleek chicken outfit, but I, I actually liked watching that run because it showed that she had quite the sense of humor, which I can always appreciate. Yeah, there's more there than just a top-level athlete. Exactly. She's, She's willing to have fun, which I think... This all goes back to fun, so I really like that about her. Yeah, it's nice to see that side of her. Just if you look at Jesse, you might see this like beast warrior kind of intimidated. And so watching her run around in a chicken outfit is pretty cool. Well, I got a chance to talk to her and, you know, I asked her some tough questions. Like I like to ask all these ninjas some tough questions, get in their heads and try and get to know them a little bit better because on the show you only see one side of them. 
And so you guys are going to hear some pretty interesting things. Also, we have a couple of ninjas lending their thoughts on what Jesse Graff is like, what their interactions have been. We got Elliot Hall here who grew up about 20 minutes away from Jesse Graff, and we'll be hearing from Jesse Graff in just a little bit. Elliot, have you had much interaction with Jesse Graff? You know, what's kind of funny is I didn't in my first couple of years then this last season, season seven in Vegas, I found out she was from Maryland, like 20 minutes away from where I grew up. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, it, it was kind of funny. She came back, I guess, to visit family or something. And I ended up giving her a ride down from Chris Wilczewski's gym in Jersey down to Maryland to get picked up by her mom. So we got to hang out and talk for a couple hours. And she's super cool. Jesse is super cool. And that is cool. And it just goes to show that the ninjas are like one big giant family. And being a big family, it's easy to reach out and contact your brothers and sisters. For example, we have special guests from her team, the G-Force on Team Ninja Warrior. We've got Nicholas Coolridge, the Modern Tarzan, and Travis Brewer. You guys, welcome. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having us. Oh, we're stoked to be here. Yeah, no, it's good to have you. So, Jesse Graff, she was your team captain. What do you think about her? Tarzan, go. Well, I mean, uh, I think she was a great captain. You know, it's awesome having a girl as a captain because it's just kind of a, it's just like not as a well-known thing. She's very, uh, she's on it. She's actually, she seems like she's a little girl most of the time. She just kind of is bouncing around and clowning around and stuff. But when it's time to get serious, she's she's good at getting serious too. <laughs> so Jesse Graff, so you're saying that she's like a strong leader. You're saying she fit the role and she was like, boom, this is what we're doing. Travis, what do you think? Yeah, she fit the role as like captain. It was actually really cool because I've known Jesse for a couple of years and then I met Tarzan here. Uh, about a year ago and was really pushing him to try out for the show. And, you know, there's this amazing community getting to know you guys and everything else. So welcoming him and he having his breakout year as a rookie was so cool. And like we train together all the time. And so it's really funny. We're almost like brothers that play together all day long. And to have like our captain, it's almost like Jesse is like our mom, but like not a mom at all. But like someone who like yells at you like, hey, you shouldn't climb on. Actually, I'll come climb on that with you, you know? So it's like, <laughs> it's like really funny. She like tries to put us in check and then she'll like, oh, actually, I should probably do that with you. So it's like, it's a really cool dynamic. I think it's really cool because I, any one of us could have been the captain, but I think it's awesome that she's the captain because it's like we have all so much love for each other. Like there's really like no tension between it. It actually makes it pretty awesome. So it was kind of interesting because you guys are, you know, you're a little bit the troublemakers. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesse is yeah. like the, you know, a little bit more straight and narrow. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the thing is, she doesn't want to be. She just kind of is. Right, right. She's like the straight edge, but like wants to rebel with us and go climb on the crates and like, you know, break some of the rules. And like once she sees us doing it, she's like, uh, okay, you're, they're getting away with it, so I want to do it too. <laughs> and I wouldn't say we're troublemakers. We just like to push boundaries. <laughs> <laughs> troublemakers in the best way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you get to know about her personality that, that people might want to know that you wouldn't readily see on TV? I mean, you guys just went to Hawaii. You guys have hung out a bunch together now. Yeah, we hung out a bunch together and really gotten to know Jesse on like a, like a very personal level. And it's really great to see her like because it's really cool because she does take Ninja very seriously, which is awesome. Getting to know her like her goofy side and like her inner kid that pops out like when we were teaching in Hawaii, all three of us had this like same problem. Like we're supposed to be teaching this workshop. All we could do is like look out at the trees and like want to go climb them. You know, it's like we really want to be outdoors and climbing and playing. And we have this similar like uh energy and desire to just move and play and, and being restless kind of like a lot of ninja 
than just, you know, sitting in the classroom, you know, that's kind of the, the energy that we had. So it's really cool to see her be this young kid at heart, but also this like try to be serious leader and going back and forth. It was uh, overall, she's awesome. <laughs> Tarzan, what do you think? Yeah, it was it was definitely cool to connect with her more and kind of see more of her personality and uh, just see how dedicated she is really to the art of ninja training, you know, like, and we all are. And it's, and it's cool to like be a part of that as a group because most of my other friends that I hang out with that, you know, they dabble in the ninja stuff here and there, but they're not like, like just set on it, you know, like day and night, like, you know, when we're standing there waiting in line, we're stretching our arms. And, and when we have like 10 seconds, you know, before something we're, we're doing a handstand and Jesse's like that way all the time. So it was really cool to just like have a friend and a captain that was just as committed to training as we were. Yeah. And I think what's really great is like, just like listen, not only listening to her, but just like looking at the way that she thinks, like everything that she thinks about is dedicated to like training or being better at Ninja Warrior or like making her body better in the sense that like, you know, she's always kind of like repairing or like she's, you know, injured with something. So everything she's like, well, I would do this stunt, but I don't want to potentially injure my shoulder for the next season of Ninja <laughs> Warrior. So I'm not going to do this at this current moment. Like that's her thought process, you know, it's just like, and very... it's like, it's really cool to like, to see her, like her dedication to her life is, you know, stunts and ninja. And it's like, it's so empowering and like so inspiring because it's like she's doing what her passion is in life. And it's like, you know, we get to do what we love to do and like we're all doing it together. And it's just like it's just it's just motivating. It's, it's beautiful. And it's funny. It's uh, her calculated risk management <laughs> is sometimes quite humorous. It's so good because it's like <laughs> it's not it's not she's emotional. Thinker. It's like technical and precise. Yeah. And it's like, well, we could do that. But. It's a, there's a 30% chance that that might break and we might slip. And there's a 25% chance I might sprain my ankle because I've done that before. She's very and, analytical. But, yes, yes, very, very much. analytical. It's like, a, <laughs> it's like a, a math and science problem of like risk reward of like, is, is this photo worth it versus will yeah. I get injured and my chances of doing well on Ninja Warrior? <laughs> <laughs> and she's beautiful. Oh, that is also true. She's great. Yeah, she does keep a great image for who she is and how strong she is. It's it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah, she makes her photos look good. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you guys know her pretty well. I was curious to see what you guys think. Last year on Ninja Warrior, she was she was coming off an injury. This year, she has a lot more time to train and dedicate to being, you know, a ninja. Yeah. What do you think she's gonna do this season? Oh, she's going all out. Like as long as she is. Uh, you know, 100% injury free, like she's going to go, she's going to set some records this year as it would be my prediction. I mean, like she, she can go really far. She has what it takes to like, I think she can make it to stage three. You know, it, it all depends on how she's, you know, not only physically, but also, you know, it, as we all know, it's kind of a mental game and a little bit of luck at the same time. It's a mi mixture of all that. But beyond that, like she has what it takes and she has the mental focus. It's just, she's got to be, uh, you know, I mean, we, we were doing the, uh, the fit expo and she's run up the wall, like, 70 times or something like that just like a machine just like <laughs> i was like oh my goodness like it's insane like yeah so that i mean as far as her this last season of the finals i mean she was having trouble getting up that wall i don't think she'll have a trouble getting yeah. up that wall this year she was pretty harsh on the time of her final run too by the time she even got to the warp wall it was like even if she got up her first go it would have been pretty amazing if she made it all the way so if she picks up the pace this year and gets up the wall no problem which she should yeah, she's going to do really well. Yeah. 
you know, the one thing is she's not the fastest person, you know, yeah. and she knows it and she admits it. But like she's a machine, like there's nothing that can really stop her besides <laughs> a time limit, you know. <laughs> right. Well, guys, thanks for stopping by. Uh, this is, again, Travis Brewer, who's like the ninja who went up into a handstand after he got to the top of the work wall, walked over to the buzzer on his hands hit the buzzer with his foot. You remember that? <laughs> yeah, I remember that. <laughs> we were freaking out. And of course, Adam Tarzan, who's unbelievable. So you guys, thanks so much for stopping by and talking a little bit about Jesse Graff. And we can't wait to hear your interviews. It's going to be awesome. Great. Thanks Thank a lot. you very much. See you next time. Go, Captain, go. <laughs> Man, those guys are a stitch and so talented. And we interviewed each one of them individually, so we'll be able to hear them later down the road. But for now, you guys want to hear Jesse Graff? Yeah, let's yeah. Uh, let's get her on the line here. All right, let's take a listen. Jesse, hey, welcome to the show. Well, everybody knows you're a great athlete, but is it enough to be an amazing stunt woman and to be really good at martial arts to do Ninja Warrior? I mean, you've progressed through your career. What do you do to train, and what have you seen your progression has been like? Thanks, Noah. <laughs> My first year on Ninja Warrior, I could do about six pull-ups, and I wasn't that focused on ninja training. It was just a fun side thing. And so a year later, right before season six, that's when I blew out my knee. I tore the ACL, MCL, and meniscus and had surgery immediately. And so I knew I wouldn't be able to do any of my usual workouts for stunts for a very long time, probably six to 10 months. And I needed a new goal. And that's when I got really into Ninja Warrior training. And so I just, I always need to have goals in front of me just to stay sane and feel happy and confident. And so my new goals became increase your pull-ups by one every week. And I had a chest lifting routine. I had tons of upper body stuff because I couldn't do lower body stuff. And then I had my physical therapy, which was really boring, sit on the floor with an ankle weight and do straight leg lifts. And that would be, you know, that only takes up maybe an hour out of my day. And so the rest was usually upper body stuff. And that's when I took my pull-up max from six to... Now it's around 25. Wow, that's awesome. (laughs) But from gymnastics and pole vaulting and stunts, like I've always had, there's usually some little thing that you're working around, some little tweak or injury. Like I got really good at back bounces on trampoline when I had a sprained ankle and a jammed elbow at the same time. (laughs) I couldn't walk, I couldn't bike, run. I couldn't even hang from a bar. So got really good at back bounces. So there's always something you can work on. That's a great attitude. I heard the word on the street is that you're working on a a one-arm pull-up. I am. Yeah, I think someone challenged me to that a little while ago. And I was like, you know what? I I have no idea if I can do a one-arm pull-up. And I tried it and was nowhere close. So... (laughs) It's so hard, (laughs) but I think you'll be able to get it. I'm sure eventually I will. And I think that'll take my pull-up max through the roof when I get that. It's a fun, different way to work on pull-ups. You have a black belt in Taekwondo and Kung Fu, and you've practiced all these other martial arts as well. Mm -hmm. That takes a lot of discipline. I mean, you must have spent years of your life, obviously, getting this expertise. Could you talk a little bit about the arts themselves and the discipline? Yeah. Well, it's funny when people talk about me being so disciplined because it takes discipline for me not to work out. I have to schedule in rest time or I'll just do way too much and be a heap of bones. For me, stuff like martial arts, once I get in the gym in the morning, I would love to just, there's so much to learn, so much to do. And I just, I really enjoy it. Was it always that way? It's always been that way with something. Like when I was, I think I was three years old when I saw the circus and I was like, mom, 
dad, I have to do that. That's, that's it. Like, I just, I just want to be in the circus right now. And circus training is kind of what brought me out of my shell. I was a really, really shy little kid, wouldn't speak to adults and hid under tables and behind my mom's skirt. My parents were like, okay, well, if you want to join the circus, you'll have to go talk to the ringmaster, you know, confident there was no way I was going to do it. And I showed them. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) And they're like, oh my gosh, now we have to get her circus classes or else she's going to like never speak to anyone again. So yeah, I started circus classes and I would say whatever I had to to get my lessons with my circus instructor. You know, if she told me to do something and I had to ask questions and that's just how I came out of my shell. What would be your advice to the kids listening out there who want to come out of their shell or want to get in shape or make their bodies, you know, into little ninja bodies? <laughs> I think the most important thing is not being afraid to look bad your first time trying stuff. That's one of the reasons that I have gained so many skills. Because if I see someone do something, I immediately am like, hey, that was awesome. Can you please teach me how to do that? Usually the first time you try something, you might wipe out and look ridiculous. Then you get up and you do it again and you keep doing it. When I was really little, I I would watch. I would go to a ballet class and I would watch the whole time and I would refuse to participate until I got home, could practice in the mirror by myself, and then I'd do it the next time. And you waste so much time and miss out on so much coaching when you're afraid to look bad. So that's something I was able to get over. And now, you know, I'm totally fine with looking ridiculous when I try something new. That's really good advice, Jesse. I think the kids will be able to take that and use it right away. What about diet? Do you think there's any role for diet in your life? Or do you partake in a particular diet? Yeah, I I pay a lot of attention to my diet, but I'm not too strict about it. I've gone through phases where I you know, had to eat perfectly and I'd have everything planned out exactly. I've done years where I had no refined sugars and I don't generally think refined sugars are a good thing. How about candy and soda? And I don't think I've had soda since high school. I, I quit soda back then and it's not something that I really crave. And I don't keep candy or desserts around the house. That is super awesome. So you've been in some pretty big action flicks. You've made Stunt Woman of the Year. You've been in Transformers and X-Men. People may not know this, but your career is really budding and exploding, and you're amazing at what you do. Where do you want to take that, and what kind of goals and dreams do you have with that? I think the ultimate goal would be to star in an action movie where I get to be like a super martial arts badass and you know play the character and do the stunts. And that's, that's a really high goal and hard to get to. That's like the ultimate dream job. I also would love to do more of those big action movies, even, you know, as the stunt double. I love being a stunt double. So just, just more of those bigger stuff, big helicopter things, vehicle transfers. I have a lot of stunts on my list that I still want to get done. Yeah. What are your favorite stunts, would you say? My two favorites that I've done are jumping off a bridge onto a moving train. And I got picked up walking along the beach and they dropped a circus ladder out of a helicopter. And then I just grabbed it and started climbing up and they flew off over the ocean. That is awesome. Yeah, it was so much fun. I tried to convince them that that we needed to do it again, but it didn't work. (laughs) They said it was good. Uh, I think most of the ninjas out there would would love to. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Love to try. Speaking of Ninja Warrior, I'm I'm sure you're coming back this year. Everybody wants to see you. You could do it. It seems like you could do it. What are you going to change up this year, and what do you want to do in American Ninja Warrior? Well, I think the biggest difference this year is that, you know, last year I was starting from very low pull-ups, low upper body strength, and 
non-functional leg. So I was starting from almost zero. The air awareness and the background was there, but physically I had to start from the bottom. This year I have the whole foundation that I built last year. So I'm starting from being able to run, but doing more sprints and hills and plyometrics. And I, I get to start already having like a very strong foundation of fitness and work on more specifics. For me, a big thing is sprinting and plyometrics because I was at this borderline level where I could do all of the stage one obstacles, but they weren't super consistent. They weren't necessarily going to be there for me if I'm going through them all fast. So I'm working on getting my cardio a lot higher and just doing everything faster. And so stage two, stage three, where where do you want to go? I mean, my ultimate goal is to be able to finish the whole thing. I'm pretty confident about climbing the rope. I've always liked climbing ropes. I think I just I need to get a little bit faster, a little more climbing endurance. The big challenge for me is going to be stage three because anytime I've done stage three type courses, my grip strength is usually pretty burned out after two or three obstacles. Yeah, and and my hands are just non-functional for like 15 minutes, and then <laughs> and then I recover. So it's like that for most people too. Yeah. How, yeah. <laughs> how's your rock climbing going? It's going okay. I still haven't quite gotten my goal. When I started climbing, I wanted to be able to climb a 12A. I'm usually able to do 11Ds, so I'm really close. Yeah, this is the fun part. A lot of the ninjas right now, and we're having a lot of fun talking about Team Ninja. Mm-hmm. Tell us about your experience with Team Ninja, and what do you think about Team Ninja Warrior? That was one of the most fun things ever. On regular Ninja Warrior, we know it's a competition, but it's about completing each obstacle, and you take your time. And it's so much fun knowing that there is a person right next to you and you have to stay ahead. Usually when I finish on Ninja Warrior, wherever I fall, it feels like I fell because of a mistake, not because I'm burned out or exhausted. Like I I actually don't get a workout on the course doing Ninja Warrior because I'm able to take my time. Whereas on Team Ninja Warrior, you have to go fast. So I was definitely winded at the end of the run. It's so much fun racing against someone. I want to do more races all the time. Well, Jesse, you are amazing. You're one of my personal heroes. You're a superstar. It's so good to have you on the show. And I think myself and the rest of the Wolf Pack yeah. uh, can't wait to see what you do this next year. And and also, you're one of the gals who really pushes Megan to be her best. You guys are neck and neck. What do you think about Megan Martin? Oh my gosh. She has a natural knack for figuring out obstacles. It's one of the things that I pride myself on and she has it at a very high level too. And from what I understand, she wasn't training that much in specific Ninja Warrior obstacles, but I suspect that that has changed recently. So I'm I'm excited to see what she does next year. I want to see both you guys dominate. I would be so happy to see you standing on top of the Mount Midoriyama looking down. Oh my God. How cool would that be? Oh yeah. So they should definitely have the two ropes together and then me and Megan can go at the same time. (laughs) That would be exciting. Well, I think everybody wants to see that. And the coolest thing is it's possible. You guys are two of the best ninjas out there and I can't wait to see what happens this year. So all the ninjas and all the fans have an opinion on this one. And I want to switch up and ask you a harder question. Both Isaac and Jeff on their Instagram page have themselves listed as the first American Ninja <laughs> Warrior. And it's been kind of a, a funny scandal in a way. Do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, to me, it, I think Jeff is the first American Ninja Warrior and Isaac is the winner of American Ninja Warrior. I always saw it as we all know that only the fastest one up the rope is going to win the money. 
but I always thought that anyone who completed the full course would be considered an official American Ninja Warrior. So I guess that's just my opinion. I don't think it is listed anywhere, but most people use the term so loosely. If you've been on the show, they call you an American Ninja Warrior. It is weird because someone had to go first. You know, it may have solved the issue if they had gone at the same time on two ropes. They totally should have done that. That would have been way more entertaining. But as it stands, we have a big scandal now, and uh, there's a lot of people with a lot of different opinions. And I don't know if there's a right or wrong answer. Do you think that that's going to be a big part of the show coming up this year? Hmm. Well, I think they'll be more clear about what the rules are, and they'll probably make the obstacles so much harder that we won't have a winner this year. Who knows? Well, great insight from Jesse Graff here, and I think we're going to follow this with a bunch of the other ninjas asking them the same question. Uh, let's see how we can follow Jesse. And I think if, if people haven't checked out your Instagram, they should because it, I get motivated. I get inspired when I see it. It's pretty rad. Thank you. What's your Instagram? It's Jesse Graff Power, spelled J-E-S-S-I-E-G-R-A-F-F-P-W-R. But Jesse Graff, we love you. We thank you for being part of the show. You're a superstar, and thanks for sharing everything with us. Thanks, Noah. Wow, what a great interview from Jesse Graff. Great interviewing skills, Noah. Um, <laughs> I, for one, am so flattered that she thinks so highly of me because I personally think that she is a very strong, dominating competitor. So, wow, that was really nice of her to say that. <laughs> I mean, really, Seriously. getting pulled over the ocean by a helicopter on a ladder, right? that is cool. So Ian got a chance to ask the other members of the G-Force, Modern Tarzan and Travis Brewer, what they thought about the helicopter stunt. Let's hear what they had to say. So after listening to her interview, I was curious. She got to do this, this uh, stunt, and she said that they lowered a ladder off of a helicopter, and she got to grab onto the, the ladder, and they flew off over the ocean. So have you guys been able to do something that cool? You know, it's really funny. We have not been able to do that yet, but we've actually been manifesting this dream where we actually want to not only get helicoptered off from a ladder off the beach, but we actually want to climb onto the railings of the helicopter legs, and we actually want to lache back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> and and we've, been, we've been talking to multiple helicopter companies and friends to make this happen. Everyone has said no so far, but we only need one, <laughs> and uh, we're, we're willing to sign any waiver. So anyone that's listening, we really want to make this stunt happen, and we want to videotape it in slow-mo. And, uh, you know, we'll do it over water. We don't care. Yeah, yeah. But well, we're, I mean, not that low, but, yeah, you know, I mean, like, yeah. like 50 feet, 100 feet, something yeah, like that. Oh, yeah, like, 100 feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Geez. We're going we're gonna to make that happen. So uh, all you listeners in there, like, uh, give, us a, give us a message. We're ready. <laughs> okay, I, for one, would love to see that. And for those of you in the audience who don't know what a lache is, it's like when you grab a bar and you throw your body through the air and you leave the bar behind you and you fly through the air and you catch another bar or another thing. So they want to jump from one railing of the helicopter uh, over to the other landing railing. That's pretty amazing. Take it, Ian. I really liked the part in her interview where she's talking about coming out of her shell and how the circus really helped her to become, you know, who she is. And I, I can relate to that because climbing really helped me do the same. I do think that that is one of the best things about sports is it really molds you as a person. And I think she's a great example of that because if she was too shy to like talk to anybody before, now she's on national TV and doing crazy stunts yeah. on films. I mean, what a success. 
Yeah, and I think a lot of the little kids out there can, you know, identify with being shy. I, I mean, a lot of kids are naturally just shy. And I thought it was cute when she was saying hiding, you know, behind her mom's skirt. And, you know, her parents didn't think she would have the, the gumption to go and, and get the circus master to help train her to be this circus ninja. And it's just such a cute story. But, you know, I guess her point to the kids out there is you got to just step out of that shell and you just have to try and nothing bad's going to happen. It's going to open up possibilities for you. She's a great role model for the kids. She said she could do 25 pull-ups. Did yeah. I hear that right? That's, yeah. 25, that's correct. And that's, she's working on a one-arm? That's pretty impressive. I was also impressed with her her determination and her focus on beating the first stage. She yeah. was like training specifically, and she's motivated, and she knows that she can do it, and she's focusing on her weaknesses, and I respect that. I have to say how psyched she is about that and how planned she is with her routines and how she's going to get there and her goals and stuff. That's really motivating to me and inspiring because I find that I am not as focused normally. Yeah. <laughs> and it's nice to hear that and like maybe I'll try to like emulate her plan a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So do you think, does this interview make you want to train harder for ANW8? Oh, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Got oh, that's awesome. We're going to step it up. She will. Yeah. I know. She talked about um, the cardio aspect on stage one. What do you think about the cardio aspect for you? I agree. It's important to have cardio in your workout. I actually do. That is one thing I actually do is cardio. Clearly, Jesse has gotten us all really psyched to start training. Yeah, one thing that I pulled from her interview that I think the Wolfpack can incorporate is, is just not being afraid to screw up. If we all make a course, just go all out. Trust your skills, trust your mind, trust your muscles, and just go for it. Yeah, I think all the kids out there can get that message too, obviously. If you try hard, you're going to succeed at some point. And sometimes just the journey itself, just the effort that you're putting on, that is the success. And it's a step-by-step -step process. You know, how do you eat an elephant, they say. You know, you guys know the answer. <laughs> One bite at a time. One bite at a time. And, you know, so it's easy to take that first bite, although elephant probably tastes pretty nasty. <laughs> but I guess the point is, is, you know, eating an elephant, which is a huge chore and something that seems impossible. Also is, illegal. Yeah. <laughs> right. But it's something that you could do if you just go about it just one little baby step at a time. And I think that's what we can all gain from what Jesse was saying. She's so disciplined and she makes those little incremental steps going from, you know, a few pull-ups to being able to do 25. I mean, that takes a lot of discipline. I don't know if I could bust out 25 pull-ups right now. No, and it shows she's a planner. And I think that's important right. for when you're approaching the ninja course is you got to identify what you're not good at and your weaknesses and work on them. Absolutely. She said a couple interesting things uh, about her goals and aspirations. She wants to be like the lead in an action movie. And I got to tell you, she would make like an awesome, awesome lead role as an action star. I would love to see it. She's so strong and physical. She does all, she's got black belts in karate and, or I'm sorry, taekwondo and kung fu. She like literally is a ninja. It's pretty awesome. That's got to be a fun job. When there's a lot of um, people on the show that are, that we've ran into that are some people and I'm always fascinated. It's a interesting world and I've always wanted to, to see what it takes to get into it. So maybe we'll have to have that conversation with her. Watching her on Team Ninja, she was really fast. First off, on the sidelines, they were always goofing around doing all these crazy flag pulls and handstands and 
Jesse was throwing people around with her kung fu. It was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, G-Force was incredible to watch. Those guys are amazing. You know, it's too bad that they didn't make it past the first round in Team Ninja. You have the feeling that they could have won the whole thing if things had been just a little bit differently. And guess what, everybody? I'm on Team Ninja tonight. So watch the Think Tank. Watch the Ninja Doc. I get to race Cowboy Ninja. It's going to be awesome. Hey, Noah, you want to give us a, uh, a health tip? Yeah, let's get into the tips. So we are talking about increasing vegetables in your diet, and here's a delicious way. Roast or steam some vegetables and try flavoring with herbs and salt. You'll be surprised at how delicious they are in your meal. Vegetables taste great, and their flavor and texture grow on you. I like to munch on vegetables raw during the day, and it feels so good to be eating something so natural and to know how healthy it is. This is the Wolfpack Ninja way. Eat as healthy as you can and show respect to your body. It is an amazing machine, and it is the only one you've got. All right, let me pass the mic over to the She-Wolf for some more ladylike tips. Headbands are a great way to keep your hair out of your way and in place. Unfortunately, I have a head that headbands don't like to stay on. But for those of you that are lucky enough to have a headband-friendly head, this is a great accessory for you. All right, Wolf Pup, give us a tip. Focusing on your technique is a great way to make progression in any sport. Be confident, but always be watching your technique. When I climb, lift weights, do yoga, or free run, I always have others watching and make suggestions. I always want to make sure that I'm learning and progressing. Ask yourself, why did I do that? Did that make me stronger? You should always know the answer to that question. Okay, and here's Brian Arnold to answer your questions. Okay, I'm often asked, how do you balance family and training? Staying in top ninja shape can be a full-time job, and I have three kids and a beautiful girlfriend. I've structured my life so this is possible by making it a family affair. I go to the local gym with my girlfriend to do general fitness in the morning. Then in the evenings, we go to the climbing and or parkour gym. Now, this varies depending on time of year and other factors, but not working out is not an option. When I have days that I do not have much time to train, I will do a high-intensity interval training workout, also known as HIIT workouts. These are, I usually do these on the treadmill. This can be done in as little as 12 minutes. All right, if you guys have any questions, please submit them via our social media on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Thanks for that, Brian. All right, well, we're going to wrap up this show. Just want to remind everybody, though, that in the coming weeks... Jesse LaFlair, Kevin Bull, Sean McCall, Joe Moraski, Casey Catanzaro is going to be here, Jeff Britton, Travis Brewer, Nicholas Coolridge, the Cowboy Ninja. We have got everybody. Drew Dreschel's in there. Please stop by our website, say hi, subscribe, and don't miss an episode. You're not going to believe what some of these guys have to say about the whole Jeff and Isaac situation. They have incredible advice about health and diet and all things ninja. We're also going to be bringing on some professional climbers and some other mystery celebrity guests. So subscribe, please rate us on iTunes, and share. Thank you guys so much. This is the Ninja Doc signing out. Thanks so much for joining the Wolfpack Ninja Podcast. If you liked it, please tell a friend. Subscribe and rate us on iTunes. It would mean a lot. Remember to visit our website at www.wolfpackninjas.com and join us on social media. We are on Facebook and Twitter at Wolfpack Ninja and on Instagram at Wolfpack Ninja Warrior. Join us next time for another exciting episode with your favorite ninjas and informative health tips. Oh!
gnarly stuff while we're all together. Like, yo, can you lachey and grab with one arm? A 10-foot lachey with one arm. Any normal human being will lose their, their shoulder out of their socket. True, so true, man. That's why ninja always be getting hurt. Now, what about Megan Martin? Oh, I love Megan. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.